pops on, singing to that always song. Got a little nice smile, that kind of drives you wild. Nothing like playing with fire, it brings boy to life. Be with a few as you like, be a good dynamite. Following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning, special Sunday morning edition for this 27th day of August 2023. Today's show, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today to save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and check out all the great articles and other podcasts as well at BellyUpSports.com. Thank you for everybody who uh, takes the time out of their day, their busy schedules to uh, listen to the uh, 1420 podcast or to watch us on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate all the support we get on a daily basis from everybody who uh, listens to us. We, uh, yeah, like I said, we greatly appreciate it. Anyways, the Little League World Series, it wraps up today in Williamsport, Pennsylvania at the Howard J. Lomity Stadium. Uh, international champion Carousel is going to be uh, facing off uh, the U.S. champion at the El Segundo Little League from El Segundo, California. This afternoon, I think at 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. I'm not exactly sure what time it is. Check your local listings to find out what time it's at. But anyways, uh, it's an event that I I love. I've been, I've like, I've loved to watch this event ever since I was even old enough to play in the in the tournament back in 1982 was when I first started watching it. So I wasn't even old enough to to be playing in that. I was uh, I think 86. I was eligible to be play, eligible like 86, eligible to be playing in the in, in the little league tournament. I went, growing up in the mean streets of Fort McLeod, the little league uh, field is right across the street from my parents' house. It's uh, still there to this day. So I was always a bit of a, a little league. Uh, fanatic growing up and everything else so it's always been something that's been near and dear to my heart growing up a town of 3,000 people it was something that we always strive for in our little town to try to get to Little League World Series but we never we never uh, could get the 3,000 people if there was 3,000 people it'd be surprising to uh, all get it all together at once and, and make it the Little League World Series but it's it's one of those things the Little League World Series it's it's all that's good about amateur sport and more so about the uh, the great game of baseball for, for one weekend and one weekend only or, or for two weeks it's about the kids uh, and it's about them and you don't see the, the crazy parents and you don't see the crazy coaches you see behavior from the parents and everything else you, you see great great sportsmanship and that's how it should be throughout amateur sport but the little league world series is one of those things where you never see you might have a a, a a conversation between a coach and an umpire, but you don't see people going crazy in the stands. You don't see parents yelling at umpires. You don't see uh, the, all the all the stuff going on because it's all about the kids and it's all about um, them having a good time and being part of something that they never thought in their wildest dreams that, that, that would be happening to them in their 12, 11 and 12-year-old baseball mind playing in front of 40,000 people 
uh, at the stadium, another 3 million people watching on ESPN and uh, ABC, TSN here in Canada. These kids never thought they would have a chance to be doing something that, something that they uh, just learned how to do seven years prior to when you start first start start playing catch with your mom and your dad and playing little league and everything else and and hitting the ball off the tee and running the wrong way and everything else. So the the progression that these kids get uh, from a very young age to something that they'll, they'll remember for the rest of their lives is something to behold. And the sportsmanship that these kids show on a, on a, uh, Every year, it's the same thing. Like you never see the crosswords at Williamsport. And for those who are around the game of baseball, like I am, you do see some horror shows, and then you hear some horror shows and things. But it's one of those things at Williamsport you don't see it. And the biggest thing for me is why I think that happens is that you have a bunch of uh, a bunch of kids who are probably for the last time, and maybe their parents know it too. But kids for the last time, they and they don't don't even know it yet that they're playing with their friends for the last time, and they might not be able to do that ever again. They they don't even know it that this is the last time that they're going to be playing for the name uh, more so on the front of their jersey than on the back. I know that's a, a cliche that gets said a lot, but it, it is a thing with in a little league that before you know it, you're going to travel ball and you're going to showcase events and you're going to what to clinic and camp and everything else that you're going to. But the little league world series, like uh, they, it goes into late August. These kids haven't had a, a summer to themselves. It's a summer to remember for sure. But a lot of these kids, uh, they got to go to school probably starting on Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning, whenever they get back and, and get back in the swing of things. But they, they've had a chance to do something this summer that a lot of kids at that age would uh a lot of grown men would would, would give give the, the the opportunity to go they would drop everything in a heartbeat to have a situation and go like that so it's it's such a great event that they have and you watch the the joy and delight right throughout the tournament and right right throughout the parents in the stands even the losing the losing team yeah they're disappointed and everything else but when it's all said and done they uh they, they smile and laugh and it's something that they'll remember for the rest of their lives and it's something that they can definitely uh talk about 30 years down the road that they went little little league world series and they're sitting around the the local pub after their 30 year uh reunion sitting around at the local elks hall or the american legion hall or whatever it might be they'll be sitting around having a beer and the, the stories will get better and the stories will improve and everything else it's it's fun to watch it's, it's so great that to see these kids play so hard on a every pitch every at bat they try so hard you got kids of all shapes and sizes uh men and male and female out there now and it's like you remember the Monet Davis about four or five years ago it could be even longer now man four or five years that's I guess COVID was involved in that so it could have been 10 years ago now for everything else but you you factor in the the, the Monet Davis thing and how she became such a, a, a nationally known name because of the Little League World Series and the the, the the sportsmanship that gets shown they should show that that to uh to parents and, and, and kids uh when they get a little bit older three and four years down the road when that sportsmanship isn't being being shown anymore and uh, you, you, you got to think that these kids we're playing in front of 40,000 people today, like I said, and 3 million people around the world watching it and how many different countries are going to be watching this thing. And they, they never seem to waver. Yeah, there's some probably a few... Uh, a few clenched butt cheeks a little bit and a little bit nervous a little bit, but you, you watch these kids, how under pressure, they don't let it get to them because they know this, this is their one chance at glory. You never see teams go back to back. You never see t- kids return to this thing year in, year out. Cause it's so hard for communities and it's so hard because it, it's lightning in a bottle to get to, to the little league world series. It's lightning a bottle to get out of your district, to get out of your, your zone, to get out of your state, to get out of your, your, your region, whatever it might be. And to, 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 for you get the one chance at this thing and these kids always take advantage 
advantage of it. And to a man, they and to a woman now, to a girl, to a boy, to a to a to a girl now, they always seem to have fun. And it's something that should be shown to parents and to uh, to players and coaches later on. And maybe that's why these teams who do get to this point in the uh, into playing on a Sunday afternoon, late August, you got to be doing something right. So maybe there's a reason why there's uh, never problems with at, at, at Williamsport because they, maybe that's uh, that's one of the keys to being successful in, in, in amateur sports is that you're not uh, a, di- a dickhead and, and you're playing for all the right reasons and that's the name on the front of your shirt and you have a chance to become a world champion today or when you enter the tournament. Yeah, some teams probably don't have as much of a chance to get to the to the championship game on Sunday as Kelly. A Canadian team has never done, done that, but when you have a chance to, to be a world champion today, that's pretty cool. And these kids, are they play so hard and they play they, they do it the right way and the, the fans are appreciative and, and the way it's all put together in Williamsport and the way that the uh, you, you notice that there's still kids and they, they yes there, there's some kids who are bigger and stronger but every once in a while there, there is a kid who, with a, who gets a base hit squibs one down the third baseline ends up being a big hit there, there's a bunt or there's a second baseman who makes a great diving play and it's it's the, it's the way the game should be played and it's it's so important that we, we don't forget about how that should be and Williamsport projects that a lot and Little League Baseball in general projects that a lot. There's still the, the odd guy here and there throughout uh, throughout the countries that that Little League's played in that aren't uh, aren't the best. But during the World Series, these kids aren't talking about scholarships. They're not talking about what travel team they might play for. They're not worried about pro contracts. They're not they're not worried about any of that stuff. They're worried about winning a championship and being that team that did it and and that had a chance to do it. And they'll, they'll remember these stories. Like I said, they'll they'll remember them forever. And it's one of those things that they'll be able to to uh, put on their mantle forever. And they'll and the stories will get better. And the a kid will say he went three for five and, and well, they don't get five at bats anymore because the way the rules are, which we, I don't want to get negative about this because it's such a great series, but they, they did have some, rule change where everybody gets to hit. It's not a nine-man batting rotation anymore. If you have a 14-man rotation, all 14 kids get to hit, which is odd, but we won't get into the negative stuff about the uh, Little League World Series today. It's it's such a great tournament. You watch the kids, how hard they play. And what what's funny about you, like you, when you watch it, you reminisce in your own head about winning and, and playing a Little League. Like I said, it was across the street from my parents' house. I was just there last night, actually. And you, you remember about playing those games. And for those two hours and you're out in the field or hour and a half, whatever a Little League game might be, that's all that really matters. And for these kids today, Day, that's all that's going to going to matter for them uh, as well too. So it's one of those things you just go. This is so so cool. And they, re- they remember how great it was. And you, you, even when you like you, you win, yeah, it's great, it's fantastic. But an hour later, you're riding your bike around. You forgot about the game, anyways. And when you lose, yeah, it sucks. But by the time it's over, you get an ice cream cone or a, a hot dog or whatever the concession, and you don't really care anymore. It seems like the parents care a lot more about the winning and losing things, and it kind of eats them later on. Like the kids will forget about it shortly thereafter, and the, the way that they play hard during that that time frame and that's all that matters at that moment and the joy and celebration they have like even yesterday you're watching the uh the semifinal games and the the, the jubilation they got like we tomorrow morning we got our tomorrow afternoon we get a chance to be a world champion and the teams that lost yeah they were upset but they, they probably took there some tears in the eyes and everything else but those go away pretty quick and the good memories and the friendships that they make at, the, at these tournaments that's what matters and parents got to start to realize that that that's actually what matters a lot more not exit velocity and launch angle and swing path and everything else and and uh, you know just competing for for the name for for your name and seeing what team you can go to this is the last time you get to and those are memories you, you remember forever about things about, about little league is you have a chance to play with your friends and it's one of those things that that little league does is that you're you're from a neighborhood or from a community or whatever it might be might be a small town might be a large center that but it's still that large center you still like the, the community of that of that area that they put an all-star team together whatever it might be 
and these kids have they're, they're their friends they'll be in they'll be in, in elementary school or, or junior high school or middle school come come next week and it's something that they'll talk about but by christmas they'll, they'll forget about it a little bit and a lot of these kids are going, going to move on to different organizations play different baseball but today it's, it's one of those things where one of these kids might become a world champion and williamsport does that he, he, like will there be a uh, a 1982 what was the kid's name i have written a cody uh what the heck was the name cody webster uh he's, he's got a two-hitter he had a home run and the the, the kirkland little league shocked taiwan that day in a six nothing victory everybody was thinking about that that taiwan was going to smoke this this team from kirkland washington but they didn't and they uh, if you watch the 30 for 30 on that and i watched a number of times how people kept coming and coming to williamsport to keep watching the game how the the hillside that we've all seen where the kids uh they slide down on their uh their uh their cardboard carpets and, and then all of a sudden the place is packed watching this kirkland washington team the little team that could beat this to taiwan powerhouse that nobody uh, thought they were going to lose the game they thought that team could beat anybody and it turns out it didn't happen will there be uh like will curacao today will they will they get their second world championship they, they won the last time in 2004 uh will there, there be you know how many people in curacao actually play baseball like how, how big is curacao really i don't even know so like they have a chance to to repeat history today and and have one of those things there's guys from curacao playing the major leagues now so just a little stepping stone like not many guys who played in the little league world series have uh, made it to, to the uh to the, to the big leagues it's, it's only a handful todd frazier's the one the, you know the, the here of east tom's new jersey he was a kid sitting so standing with jeter later on in 1996 or 97 whatever it was like it's uh it's it's such a great tournament will there be a, a walk-off home run today like there was in 2004 or two, no, 2000 2005 when hawaii won or 2007 when uh when when georgia won will there be, be those kind of moments will there be a blowout but who knows like but it, it's such a great event and for, it's a two-hour game and you sit back and you reminisce in, in your own head about uh the times you played little league and you, you reminisce about what maybe what we could have done and usually if you're not good enough you're not good enough these teams who, who get there are really good but it's one of those things you, you sit back as a as a pushing 50 year old man you sit back and maybe have a beer watch the game and, and reminisce about your uh, your old buddies that you used to play baseball with and, and and i think that's the biggest thing is it's all about your friendships that you make and the uh, the fun that you have and and the uh, different different emotions that go through your, through through the through the mind watching little league baseball, and when kids play it, it's it's when it's done the right way, it's probably the greatest game in the world, in my opinion. The way the the kids are out there, and a lot of times they're catching butterflies, not really paying attention. And little league baseball get, gives kids that opportunity to not uh, have to worry about uh, all the rest of the stuff, all the scholarships and travel ball and and exit below and stuff. And you're just hoping and praying that your kid get, get has a chance. And if you, you you look at the parents up in the stands. That's the ones that you, you laugh that I laugh at a lot. It was when they have their their hand over their mouth because they don't want their kid to fail. I, and I don't even think they want their kid to succeed as much as they don't want their kid to fail, if that makes any sense. How the nervousness that the parents have compared to the uh, the coolness of the, how the kids are. And uh, the kid's up there swinging his bat. He's, he's five foot six, maybe 100, 100 pounds. And he's doing his all. He's got his big Eastern bat on, new, brand new batting gloves and helmet and the whole bit. And the uh, the, the the face paint for the for the eye black and the whole bit. And they're just having a great time. And they, they don't even know what's going on, the, the, big, the big picture of things when there's – three million people watching you play baseball at the age of 12 that's pretty cool and uh, at the end of the day today some some of those kids are going to be world champions and that's something that no one can ever take away from it's it's, it's a great event that uh, d- d- doesn't get enough press in my in my it gets a lot but it doesn't get enough uh, positive publicity and i think we need a little bit of positivity when it comes to minor sports and everything else it's one of those things that uh, i think that we really need to take a, a step back as adults and realize that you know what this is the most important thing the kids the most important thing there's a good chance that 
uh, there's going to be somebody we'll remember his name tomorrow. And then by the end of next week, we won't, we won't remember their name. Uh, we, we won't remember who they were, but we remember that Little League World Series moment to, to 10 years from now. You go, oh, yeah, I remember that kid. You won't remember his, remember his name, but you remember the moment that it happened where there was a grand slam home run or uh, heaven forbid an error that cost a kid. But you, you, you hope that the kids have fun. You hope that the parents have fun today and you hope it's a good game. You hope it's something that they'll remember forever when they're sitting around having a, a cold beer 30 years from now at the, the reunion tour of the uh, the Curacao World Champion or the El Segundo World Champion Little League team. And even the losing teams probably go back and, and they, they can take this, a step back and look and have, have a good time watching that. So uh, it's great. I, I love I love every second of it. I watch as many games as I can. I'll be, I'll be definitely tuned in today later on this afternoon. Uh, so maybe if you guys get a chance to listen to this uh, before the Little League World Series, well, if you're listening, you're listening. So I don't, know, I don't know where I was really going there. But anyways, there's my uh, little talk for, for Little League World Series. Enjoy the game today. It'll bring back a lot of memories from my days playing Little League when the little team that, that almost did it for Fort McLeod almost uh, pulled off a miracle and we almost got her done. Almost one day went to Canadians and everything else. We went to Canadians, but we never, we never persevered through it. But it was uh, a lot of, we were only a few, few wins away from going. But it was a lot of fun, something that you'll, you'll think back on. And then today, when I'm uh, watching that, I'll be thinking about the, all the guys that I played played baseball with when I was uh, 11 and 12 years old back in my little hometown of Fort McLeod, Alberta. So, anyways, there's my little talk for today. Here's a little talk from our friends from SeatGeek. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Thanks once again to our friends from SeatGeek, long-term sponsor, actually our longest-term sponsor of the 1420 podcast. Uh, they uh, keep us keep us going and keep things happening around here. That's uh, promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today. I'm not sure if they sell tickets to Williamsport, but if you have a chance, why not give it a shot to get some tickets, be part of the – actually, I think it's free to get in, to be honest with you. I think it's actually really free. Um, and be 40,000 people are having a good time today. They also got into Little League and Kira, so have a – make sure it's uh, make sure you play hard today, boys. Not that you're listening to this, but anyways, one of those things. Anyways, get on to uh, – on this day and birthday, Get everybody out of here. Anyways, on this day in 1982, the greatest of all time, Ricky Henderson stole his 119th base of the season in the Oakland A's 5-4 loss to the Milwaukee Brewers in front of 41,600 people at County Stadium in Milwaukee. Henderson stole four bases that night, uh, pushing his total 122 for the season, passing Lou Brock for the single-season record. Henderson finished the season with 130 stolen bases and a 1,406 in his career. In contrast, Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves leads the major leagues right now at 59 stolen bases. So Rick was actually exactly double what Acuna has right now. Rick, the greatest of all time. Just ask him, and I think Ricky is the greatest. There's no getting around that. So on this day in 1982, slick Rick Henderson stole his 119th base of the season. Double what Acuna Jr. has. Unbelievable how good Rick was. And... uh, and there he is in the big leagues. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fly ball deep to right. And Tommy has hit it into the upper deck. Jim Tommy. An 0-1 pitch. And the Indians take a 3-2 lead. Tommy's first big league home run. The 2-0. A long drive to right. Tell it goodbye.
play the game. Obviously, he's in the Hall of Fame, so he must be doing something right. Uh, there it is. There's uh, birthdays the Hall of uh, on this day, and uh, my little tribute to Little League baseball, near and dear to my heart. Like I said, growing up in Fort McLeod, right across from Little League Park, and part of my life forever. So it's uh, one of those things. I'll be watching the game today. Uh, I'm kind of kind of pulling for Curacao a little bit. I'm not exactly sure why, but I kind of want Curacao to to pull this one off and beat those big bad California kids from El Segundo. But whoever wins, it'll be a, a lot of fun to watch. And like I said, reminisce between the old years and maybe bring out the old scrapbook and maybe and, and check out some old articles and everything else from our, our days in Little League. It was a lot of fun. But anyways, thank you very much for listening to the 1420 podcast or watching today on YouTube or Facebook or or Twitter or wherever you're watching us. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our, 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 our uh, YouTube account to catch up on all, all our other shows. And uh, yeah, me and Dave be back at her tomorrow. I'll probably do one of these shows tomorrow morning, but we'll, uh, we'll get things back going on a regular schedule going to summer is coming to an end. Little League World Series, once it's over, that's it. Probably going to snow tomorrow. I bugged Yann about that a lot, that once it uh, once it's, once it's Little League World Series is over, that's it for summer. Might as well batten down the hatches and lock the doors because uh, it's going to start snowing here in, in sunny southern Alberta. It's actually supposed to be 35 degrees tomorrow, so it'll be a hot one. Anyways, thank you very much once again for listening to the show, and uh, remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Go Carousel. Let's get into it.